All right, we are starting our Welcome Home campaign over the next uh, few weeks. And this is, I mean, I'm excited about this. This is an exciting season for our church. And this is where we collectively as a church are raising money together to find ourselves a church home, a building that we can call our own. So right away, I have to say this disclaimer. Maybe you are a first-time visitor or it's your first couple of times here and you're thinking today, maybe I'll go to church today. Or maybe you got dragged to church by a friend and your number one hesitancy about church is in the past, you've gotten the impression that churches were all about money and they were always asking for money. Well, you have picked a wonderful week to come visit us at Homestead Church. Um, But here is what we would love, and I'm talking just to the newer people today, and maybe right now you're already feeling anxious about this. Here's what I want to communicate to you if you are newer to this church, maybe your first time here. What I want to have happen is that you would feel a part of the family today, right? I want you to feel a part of the family. You are welcome here. If you've got problems in life, if you've got a past, if you've got issues you're dealing with, you know, welcome to the club. We are a club of people. We're all in that club. We've got jackets for that club, right? We're all a part of that. We all have things going on in life. But if you are a first-time visitor or you are new to the church here, you're a part of the family, and that does not change if you never, ever give a dime to this church, all right? You just have to know that. So I'm trying to, for those of you who are already looking for your coat to sneak out of here, and you're not even going to be in the running for the pie because you want to get out of here as quick as you can. I want you to know you're welcome here. You're a part of the family, and we hope that you feel that way. And the second thing I want you to know is that it would be great if you would open up your heart to faith in Jesus. If you would open up your heart to the things that Jesus has for you, it'll change your life. And really, as we talk about the specifics of a building campaign, that's the broader picture that I want to talk about over the next few weeks is that faith in Jesus Christ will change your life, and Jesus wants to come in and just kind of do a work in your heart, heal those hurts, bring you mercy and grace when you don't, where you don't deserve it and you think you are too far gone. He comes in and he loves you and he gives you mercy and grace and a new life. And that's the broader theme that I want to talk about. As we talk finances, we're talking that's one area of our life that Jesus says, hey, here's a way that you could live your life financially. That's not only going to be honoring to me, but honoring to people and a blessing to people. So that is the broader theme of what we're talking about this Sunday and then in the few weeks to come. Sorry, I have like this piece of glitter stuck right here on the side of my nose. And it's just, I, for five minutes now, I've been trying to ignore it, but I keep trying to brush it off. I think I got it. Man. I have no idea. I've, I've done absolutely zero things involving glitter so far today. But yet I saw something right there. And I didn't want to be preaching cross-eyed the whole time because that would be a distraction. All right, Homestead Community Church, we are just a little bit about where we have been as a church. We're three years old. And how many of you have been here since like day one? Remember the day one launch service? Look at that. That's actually pretty cool that it's not all that many. I love that. We had a blizzard on that day too. Mid-March, March 22nd, 2015, the sign of things to come. It snowed like crazy that day. Um, But three years old, and here's what we've seen God do over the last three years. God is building his church, and I love to see that. God is building his church. He's creating a community. My favorite thing about Homestead Church is it feels like a family. When I invite 
friends of mine that don't go to church, maybe friends of mine who have walls built up about church. And the thing that I love about this church as your pastor is I know they're going to show up and they're going to be welcomed. They're going to be received as a part of the family. That is my favorite thing about this church. God is building a community here. And we're impacting our community here, not just in collective efforts that we do as a church, but you as members of Homestead Church, you're going out and you are welcoming people. You are being light in your community. And so why are we doing a campaign? Because I think it's time we have a home as this family, as a community. We're growing. We have generations present. The kids aren't here. The kids are all up having a great church service on their own. They are outgrowing that room that they're in. we got a lot of families with a lot of kids here. We have a great kids department here. Um, we have generations here. I love that one of the things that we do as a church is we prioritize times when the generations are together. We don't want to just say, okay, kids, you have your own kids' church, but... We're going to kind of tuck you away there. We have other intentional moments where we say, okay, dads, we're going to come help the kids with projects. We're going to mentor these boys. Women, you're going to mentor the young girls. That is so foundational throughout Scripture. Older, we won't call you old men and women. We'll call you older because we're older than children. But older men and women, you are responsible for training up the younger men and women. That involves the kids in kids' church. That involves the teenagers, which are all over here. We invite you to come back to youth tonight if you've never been to youth. We've got a great youth group here. But we have generations present. We are building a family. And so really, when we're talking about a building for our church, it's a tool for ministry. We want to see that increase. So I want to highlight again these pie meetings with actual pie and information that talks more about the specifics. We're going to kind of hit some of the high-level things over the next few weeks. Um, we're going to have some people share their stories a little bit about how God has been faithful to them. Um, but really, the, the point of this is twofold. We want to get a building. We want to get a home. We want the church to be partnering with each other with that. We want this to be a collective effort. And we want our idea of faith to expand into our finances. We want God to have his way in us where we just say, God, you own this part of my life too. You own this part of my life where we want to be generous. We want to be good stewards. We want to be a blessing. Um, we meet here at this Methodist church, and we've met here since day one, and this Methodist church has been a blessing to us, a huge blessing to us. Um, we have seen as we've grown, it's becoming more and more clear. We're like, okay, well, I think a, a building of our own would be great where we could have a second service if we needed to. We could offer things different nights of the week, maybe on Wednesday nights for a youth group that would work better for some of our students. Things like that where we'd have the flexibility to have ministries when it best, best suits our church and the people in our church. These are some of the needs that we see. There's a certain point where we'd say, yeah, we, we are going to outgrow this room. We could start a second service, but we're not able to here because we're sharing this building with a lovely Methodist congregation. They have been very welcoming to us, and we want to be a blessing to them as we are here and as as we go to a, to, a, to a new home in the future. They've really welcomed us in as a part of their family. So if you arrive here early enough on a Sunday morning, you'll see them after their service out there. Having the, they have a meal together every Sunday, and they are a great community of people. But for the next four Sundays, this is the focus for us as a church. We're going to talk about more of this project and how you can be involved. We're going to hear, again, testimonies from people in our church who have seen God be so faithful in their lives. And I mentioned those two goals. Practically, we want to raise money for a building. And we'll talk more details of that in the weeks to come. But more generally is all of us that we would grow in generosity and stewardship in general. And what this means in our lives. I want us all to be freed from the grip of, like, fear and me first in, in regards to our finances, right? It gets so easy to become that way, doesn't it? For me, I feel it. 
I feel it. My wife is naturally much more generous than I am. She will give away anything. If you need something, just ask Christy. If it's mine and it's a treasured possession, Christy will say, I don't care. You can have it, whoever you are. <laughs> for me, it's harder for me. I so easily slip into that, well, I got to look out for me. I got to hold on to my stuff. I got to hold on to my resources because what if I need it? This is a step we need to grow in where we can get rid of that grip of fear in our life with finances and to trust God and invite him into that part of our lives, right? Amen? So if you're coming here today with, I, I joked about it earlier, if you come, come here today with this preconceived idea that churches only want your money, well, right now your alarm bells are going off, you're, and you're already logging on to Google reviews, and you're taking away stars off of our Google review. I would have given them three stars, except they're always asking for money. I, I want to, again, reiterate, I don't want your money. I'm not, I don't want your money. God doesn't want your money. And in the next few weeks, I hope to lay this foundational teaching that we see in Scripture is that God already owns all the resources. God already owns all the resources. It's all his, and he wants to use us to distribute those resources to the people who are in need and to the places that he wants them to go so that his kingdom can move forward. He could have set it up where he was just like a big slot machine in heaven where he would just kind of rain down golden tickets and golden coins down to the people who need it. But instead, as we've learned as a church, instead of that, he uses his people. He uses his people to go bring the presence of God to those who are hurting, to evangelize, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he uses us to distribute his resources to those who are in need. This is how he designed it. His goal for us is that we would trust him as our, as our source. We'd recognize it's all his, and that we would steward those resources the way he wants us to, by generously giving to others. And in turn, he provides for us. And that is a shift that we're going to look at today. That's a shift from the way the world thinks. But that's how God lays it out. We give, he provides. We give, so he provides, and then 